and I'm Miles, and today we're going to be doing a club league slash power league guide. Uh, for example, we'll be going over like what should you buy from the club shop, how to actually win power matches. We'll be giving a lot of tips on power matches, um, and also um, we'll be talking about how to start a club. So we're actually going to be starting a series where we'll continue, and we'll probably um, give more tips and tricks in depth so that you guys know how to start a club and grow it. All right, so we'll first be talking about um, power matches. So um, the reason that this episode is like a power league slash club league guide is because power matches are a part of both power league and club league. Um, if you didn't know this, power league or, or power matches are the most efficient way to gain trophies for your team. Um, because actually, um, here, let me just read off the ratios because um, in a normal match, it's a set map. So you may like the map more, but in the long run, it's better to get more trophies from power matches because in a normal match, um, the trophies are, what, what, where do I see it? I don't even see it. You just have to go like onto the event and then tap Y. Look, there's no button for me to tap it. <laughs> oh, no. You have to go into it. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, there it is. So, for um a normal Power League match, for example, right now, it's Knockout Lewis's Revenge. And so, if you win um with a team, uh, then you get two trophies for losing, you get three trophies for drawing, and you get four trophies for winning a match. And if you lose without... Uh, yeah, and it and if, if you don't have a team, you only get one point for a loss, you get two points for a draw, and three points for a win. And so that means if you use all four tickets in a team, you can get up to 12 club trophies if you um, play in that. But if you're in a power match and you play um, with randoms, it's um, three trophies for a loss match, seven trophies for a one match. But if you play with a team, it is five for a loss match and nine for a one match. And so that means you can get up to 18 club trophies from um, winning a power match. Um, but yeah, another thing I've learned about uh, power matches is I feel like you're going to be playing a lot worse teams and it's actually going to be easier to win. I mean, occasionally you can play a team of sweats, but oh my God. Okay. <laughs> the fan on my computer just turned on because it's overheating. It is so loud. Can you hear it? <laughs> No, I can't. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So I figured it's actually a lot easier to play power matches because oftentimes you're going to be playing in the one ticket matches, just a group of complete sweats that are super good and have basically the best comp because all the bad people are just going to be wanting to do a power match because they're quicker and get their matches over with. That's what I've learned. Yeah, so uh, definitely play power matches if you can. Um, if you're not as confident in your skill in the game, you can go with a single ticket, and you can still get some pretty decent trophies from those. Uh, but overall, power matches are just way better. Um, so actually, in a power match, um, the first phase is actually picking and banning brawlers. So... Um, in this mode, um, um, it's like Team Power League, where whoever um, makes the party in the first place, whoever invites everybody to join, um, they get to choose the ban. And so, um, depending on which map 
there are many, many different umbrellas to ban. And so if I'm in a power match and say it's a close range map, uh, for example, Snakey Fields, um, close range, close range maps have a lot of bushes and walls. So I know a lot of inexperienced players won't know what a close range map or a long range map is. It's kind of just whether it has bushes or walls. And if it's a long range map, it doesn't have a lot of walls. It has a lot of open space. So um, tanks are really good on close range maps like Snakey Fields. Um, so I would actually recommend banning tanks on close range maps. So like right now, the best kind of tanks are like, uh, like Fang is really good. Who else? Jackie. Ash is really good. Yeah, Jackie's pretty good. Frank. Rosa. There's a lot. Daryl. Daryl's the best tank in my opinion. And then it goes Rosa, and Fang, and um. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, another ban I would suggest on any close range map currently is Grom, especially if it's like sneaky fields and has a lot of bushes. If you don't ban Grom and the other team picks Grom, they've already won. I mean, Grom can see through all of the bushes with his gadget. His main attack, so strong, super, super strong. I mean, he can destroy their front wall. He, he's just such a good brawler. So definitely ban Grom. Oh, uh, yeah. And then so for a more mid-range map, so this one doesn't have a lot of open spaces, um, but it doesn't also have a lot of walls. So there's lots of brawlers you can go with on these kind of maps. And so the kind of brawlers you want to ban on the mid-range maps are the kind of all-around good brawlers. So um, like right now, Rico is super good on mid-range and close-range maps. He's a really good ban. Um, Spike, Sandy, Meg. Yes, Meg. She's also good on long-range maps. Um, Surge, Tara, Stu. Those are about... Oh, Leon. Leon is really OP right now. Um, but those are a few brawlers that are really good to ban on mid-range maps. And then on long-range maps, um, uh, these are maps that actually don't have a lot of walls. Maybe they have a couple of walls, maybe some water, maybe some grass. But it's just mostly open space. And this is where brawlers like Piper, um, Bell. Nani, Jean, Byron, yeah, that kind of brawler are really, really good. And so I would recommend banning them and picking them first. Um, but there are so many different combinations you can make. Like a lot of the time, also teammates, uh, you don't necessarily want to ban like a certain brawler just because they're good on the stage. You might want to ban a brawler because your teammate is picking a brawler that has a counter maybe you want to ban uh, like for example meg is a really good pick right now and meg's hardest counter is spike and so um if you see your teammates about to pick meg um then ban spike or if um your team's going to pick uh grom ban mortis because mortis is grom's hardest counter so you want to ban uh, or not not really ban but when you pick a brawler you want to pick the brawler's hardest counter. And one thing that I've learned is if the uh, opponent picks a brawler that really relies on healing, like Ash or maybe a tank or something, if you ban Byron, it's honestly, or if you just have your teammate pick Byron, then it will be really helpful for your team. So oftentimes if you pick a brawler that you think will benefit the other team a lot, it really helps. 
Yes. And so now we're probably we're getting into the more pick phase kind of thing. So um so definitely if you have first pick, you just pick the best overall brawler that's available because at that the first pick the other team hasn't picked anybody yet. You don't know if you'll counter them or not. And so it's better to just go with either your most comfortable brawler that is good on the map or um, the overall best. Um, and then once the enemy has picked or once the other team, I always say enemy and that sounds so formal. It's pretty funny. Once the enemy has conquered you, that's the kind of uh, like Latin sentences I have to translate. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but like, uh, try to pick brawlers that are really good against the other brawlers. Example, if enemy picks Crow, pick... Or if the enemy picks Leon, pick Crow, because Crow has that poison. If they pick um, Grom, if they pick a thrower, if they pick Dynamite, Tick, or Sprout, um, pick like a Mortis or an Edgar, somebody who can really counter them. Yeah, I would say definitely focus on countering brawlers especially if the enemy picks Meg, you have to pick Spike. Spike is basically one of the only Meg counters, so definitely try and get Spike if they have Meg. That's one of the big things I have, and also compliment your teammates by picking a good brawler. Like If they pick Ash, pick someone who can support Ash. Pick Byron or pick Poco. If your two teammates are tanks, then pick a healer, Poco or Byron. Just don't just play a good brawler. Play a good brawler who goes good with your teammates' brawlers. Or, like, say your teammates have picked two long-range brawlers. Maybe go with a mid-range brawler because you don't need a third long-range brawler. You need some more support. Uh, yeah, pretty much it's just, like, um, power matches are all about countering and um, getting, like, the best matchups. Because if you get the best bat- matchups, you'll probably win. Uh... What other tips do you have for power matches? Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, most players don't know about this, but you can flash brawlers to suggest a brawler for your teammate by going quickly in between two brawlers. So if you think that your teammate should be that brawler, like maybe you're Ash and you want him to be a healer, then you can flash him Byron and Poco to show that you want him to be a healer. So definitely do that. That really helps. Uh, That's just one of the more basic tips. But another tip you can do is have the best player in your team that you're playing with. Have them be the one to pick the bands. Like if you invite them, ask to leave and then you leave and have them invite you. Yeah, that's why I'm usually the one doing the bands for me and Miles. It's pretty funny. Mm hmm. Uh, this doesn't one really makes sense because I'm the better player. No, that's not yes. true. We should okay. do a one v one. Yeah, let's episode. do a one v one. Yes, let's do an episode fully. Okay, next. Well, not it won't be the next episode because next episode will be Brawl Talk breakdown because Brawl Talk comes out tomorrow. I predicted it, guys. Even yep. though all the YouTubers had already predicted it, so I was kind of copying them. Um, but uh, one more advanced tip for banning. So. Uh, there is usually on a map, there will be, um, like four or five really, really good brawlers that almost everybody knows about for the map. Like, for example, um, let's go with, um, what's the really, uh, the one bounty map that 
it's really really open not dry season it's shooting star so shooting star has like one set of bushes on like three sets of bushes on either side and it has no bushes or it has like no walls so on that map literally only long-range ballers are good there and so i would say the best is nani and the second best is piper so what you can do is if you win the coin toss ban the second best brawler because your team should pick the best brawler and if the enemy team doesn't ban the best brawler then you get to pick them automatically but um if you lose the coin flip then definitely ban the best brawler so that the enemy that the other team can't get that brawler so if you're playing with good players who are experienced and know this they will pick the best brawler but most of the time people don't know this and they will just ban the best brawler even if they have the coin flip and so um another example that um i would use is on like sneaky fields you definitely need a a tank that is really good so if you win the coin flip do not ban daryl pick daryl if they win the coin flip um uh pick uh uh, ban daryl and you pick somebody like jackie or rosa who probably isn't banned by the other team and so that's just another uh, advanced tip but i think that wraps it up for this segment and let's move on um, to actually, like, what you should buy. Okay, yeah. So, if you're wanting the best things to buy, just the best value in Club Shop, don't buy one of the skins. Definitely get the PowerPoints daily. So, many people actually don't know this. I didn't know this for a while, but when you buy a set of PowerPoints, it goes out of the shop. But the next day, it's back. So, definitely try and get those PowerPoints out of the shop each day before you buy anything else. Like oftentimes people will buy the PowerPoints and then waste all of their stuff on scrap and stuff. So that's just not good value. So slowly go through all of your uh, club club coins because that just has a lot more value to get the PowerPoints each day. Yeah, I have like 2,500 club points right now just because I only buy... um, the PowerPoints, it, it's way better value than getting everything every day because that means I'm wasting almost like my brother's just screaming in the background. But that would be that would be wasting like an extra 300 scrap every day just to get the gear token scrap and coins when you could only spend 60 every day and get 100 PowerPoints. So that's why I have like f- uh, like seven or eight power tens is because I put I go one brawler at a time. I pick one brawler I want to upgrade, and for the next ten days, I just put powerpoints on them. And then on or on for the nine days, and then on the ninth day, I get to upgrade them because by that time I've saved enough coins. And so that that's just going to be a repeating process until I get everyone power ten. Um, I don't know if that's what what you're doing. I know you're going for stew and dynamite. I think you did those already, right? Yeah, I already got stew and dynamite power eleven. Um, speaking of gears and powerpoints and stuff, I just remembered this is pretty obvious, but. If you're playing a power match and it's a very bushy map, use speed. And if it's a very open map, use shield. Just like make sure you're using the right gear because gears have a huge advantage. Yeah, especially that speed gear. It's pretty insane <clears throat> on the right map. Uh, yeah, that's it for buying stuff. Oh, I have a quick... Uh, well, we should probably talk about this a little more in depth. Uh, not really, actually. Um, but what, what I'm going to say is um, if you're playing Club League, you don't want to play by yourself, like we already said. So make sure to find a team that you play with every single day. So 
me and Miles, we play club league together every week, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, no matter what week, we always play together. Sometimes it doesn't work out, um, but we always have a third player that we play with. His name was Liquid Squid. I think somebody else now. I don't know. Um, but a good organized club will have teams of three. And I know a lot of um, inexperienced players won't be in a club that is this organized. Um, but if you are leading a club and it's competitive, like make a Discord server so you can like assign teams and stuff. Uh, but yeah, any other tips for like power matches, buying things, any uh, general not public really. tips? Uh, I would say <laughs> I don't have Discord yet, but I am getting it. But get Discord if you don't already have it. It's the best way to organize a team. So when you're joining a club, look to see if they have Discord. Because oftentimes they'll put the Discord in the description. Get Discord. Join that Discord. It makes it so much more helpful and easy to find a teammate. So, yeah, yep. definitely do that. Um, speaking uh, of clubs and stuff. You can join our club Eternal Brawl. I just for, I just want to say that we're in gold three, so definitely yeah, join uh, that. almost in diamond. Yeah. All right, so now let's actually talk a little bit about starting a club. So I've actually started a couple of clubs on my own. Um, like you said, if you want to join one, um, right now it's Eternal Brawl. Uh, yeah, so. Eternal Brawl is gold three, and we started a few weeks ago. Um, but we have uh, grown it by, um, uh, like we ask a bunch of people to join. Okay, why am I talking about this? First, I want to talk about how to create your club and what to like make put in the description. So, when you create a club, I recommend this so much do not make it family friendly because family friendly means you can't chat like there's so many things that it bleeps out of the chat and it is um really stupid how much it bleeps out it 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 bleeps out like a bunch of things that you don't need uh it's not even it's so dumb so make sure not to put on family friendly uh, i would recommend starting off the requirement at zero trophies and then as you gain members making it higher um, and also name it something that is unique, but not, like, stupid. Like, I've seen clubs with, like, really bad names, like, uh, like, I don't, I don't have any, do you have any really dumb names on your mind right now? Brawl Stars or Star <laughs> Brawl? <laughs> yeah, like, in Club League, we play a bunch of really dumb names. It's like, why would you name your club that? But, like, ours is called Eternal Brawl or Brawling Bros. Like, it's, it's a, like our club our main accounts are are called brawling bros and it's like a really simple name and pretty cool uh but once you um actually create the club in the description put something really simple so like in ours it says friendly and active club pod eternal brawl pushing club league promos trust and club league activity and then club league gold three and so that's super simple and it shows people that we're, we're willing to promote people they just need to be um loyal and like you just put like a little bit of information about ourselves like it's a friendly friendly we're active um that kind of stuff just put stuff that um makes people want to join and that kind of thing what else mm -hmm. do you have on that kind of stuff miles yeah i would say sometimes putting map maker approvals in your name 
or max points in club equals vice president, just something like that that gets people to join, something that grasps their attention. Just definitely have it be a formal club description, but also have something that grasps the attention. Maybe like club league pushing or trophy pushing club, just something that fits for what someone's going to look for. Yeah. Um. Well, I was going to say something else. Oh, uh, one other thing is to have an active chat because that's that's the thing that really actually draws me into joining a club um, is actually being able to chat with other people and um, just have fun and talk with other people. And that's that's one reason why I really like um, the Brawling Bros Club is because um, everybody's chatting. They have a Discord server where I get to chat too. And, um, that's like, um, maybe say that in your description. Um, one, one thing I've learned from, uh, Jackson, if you listen to Brawl Time in his, um, creating it in his club, um, uh, episode, he talked about, um, like, like encouraging conversation, like, uh, asking a question to your club every day, if it's pretty, pretty inactive and just chatting, even if no one's there in, um, it'll um start to grow yeah uh one big tip too is recruit members like if you're wanting your club to grow you have to get it out there you have to any friends you have that play brawl stars tell them about it like we shout our club out on the podcast uh if you don't have either of those connections like invite your in-game friends ask them to join the club just do whatever you can to make your club grow yeah um that's pretty much it for like creating a club um yeah um do you have any other tips i mean that's pretty much it i mean if you're president of a club i would say sending uh Mm, club club mail. mail is really helpful occasionally like make sure to do all your club matches or just just make (laughs) someone walked in anyone's room okay anyway i'm just gonna keep going yeah just there's still people there. Oh, <laughs> uh, what happened? My mom got really angry at me because I was yelling at my brothers because they were coming in my room and they know I'm recording. But anyways, keep going. Okay, yeah. So definitely send club mail often. That That just makes people think like, wow he's a good president he takes care of his club so say stuff like join the discord here's the link to the discord or uh trophy requirement moving up make sure to push trophies just say whatever you can like do club matches do whatever you can to keep active as a president for sure for sure okay well um that about wraps it up thanks for listening everybody listening to the eternal brawl podcast please follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and if you'd like to help us you can write a five-star review five-star reviews are so helpful and it's not really hard for you to do it so just write a five-star review on apple podcasts and you'll be shouted out uh also uh leave us a five-star review if you're on spotify so you can't actually write a review on spotify right now i don't know if they're ever going to add that um but right now we have a 4.8 
star uh and we have 60 reviews which is a lot of reviews thank you everybody who has left reviews um i would also quickly like to read off a few answers that we got from our last um episode talking about um the lunar brawl challenge not the last one the one before it um but in the lunar brawl challenge um you could win the tiger pin uh, the tiger thumbs up and i asked um how did you do in the lunar brawl challenge and so link said he sadly didn't win yeet cousin said easy wins k rod said is the podcast over crying emoji uh, no the podcast isn't over because obviously we're re- recording again <laughs> Um, but, um, uh, how did we do? Can you want to talk about that? I think we won, right? Yeah, we won. It was a little bit risky. I think we ran Dinah Leon on too many stages because those are our mains, but we got through it and we won it in the end. What was that? The duo showdown challenge? Yeah. No, the lunar brawl one was the, I think it was the brawl ball one. I don't even remember anymore. But anyway, we, we, we won the Lunar Brawl Challenge and we won the El Corazon Primo Challenge. And so, and, and the Championship Challenge, we got like 10 wins. Okay. I just had the most genius idea. I'll tell you after we're done. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Also, Star Park says he easily won. Um, Nico the Pro says he doesn't care about the challenge, so he didn't do it. That's funny. Um Shinnin says three there's three first matches I use BB and three next matches I use Tick and three last matches I use El Primo. It was easy. That's cool. Jaco said he won it. Epic Ollie can't hear you, Nemo. I'm muted. That's so dumb. I accidentally hit it. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh. Anyways, I'll just go from the bottom. So Bogdan said he got three wins with his friends. <laughs> and then Yo Bob Deslob says Easy Dubski. I think I only got one loss. That's that's funny. <laughs> one million said he forgot to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All the people that forgot to do it. Um Heron said he did pretty well and he got eight wins. So that sucks. He only needed one more win. And then KBT09 said, I did bad. I only got to level eight. I wasn't focused on the challenge really. Uh, also, I've listened to almost all your podcasts. Really good. I'll comment on most Q&A for some feedback. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, thanks, um, KVT09. Um, Gamer Dude said he won one and then lost one. Um, the rest was ready to get some insanely good loot in progression. I don't know what that means, but it means something. Oh, yeah, that, that about wraps it up. I hope I didn't miss any. Uh, but thanks to everybody who listened to this also, if you want to go a step further, um, you can donate to this podcast. And um, donating, there's a link in every single description of the podcast. And um, it really supports us. It's the thing that actually keeps it going. We get to buy all kinds of things with the money. So uh, we get to get new microphones. We each got a new microphone. Um, Miles' laptop is getting pretty old. So maybe we got to get him a new one of those. Um, but, you know this stuff also check out the youtube so new youtube channel if you haven't listened if you haven't uh watched um the video yet i think i don't know how many views we have but i'll check and i'll update the podcast later uh, but yeah we have 32 views wow that went up by 16 overnight that's pretty good okay well see you guys in the next one Bye.